Welcome to another episode of Soul Sunday with your host, Kelly Adams. I have titled today's message, It's Okay to Suck. This is kind of like a love letter to my younger self. It's something I wish someone would have shared with me along the way. I remember first thinking about something I sucked at. And the first vivid memory I could have around that came back to me, seventh grade, cut from cheerleading because I could not do a cartwheel. Then I kept thinking in eighth grade, ninth grade, 10th grade, I got broken up with, felt like I sucked. 12th grade, I got cut from volleyball. But luckily, when I landed, I can say luckily, because it saved my ego, I fell, I landed wrong, I tore my ACL, my hamstring, and my meniscus, and so I was able to blow it off and say, I didn't get cut, but I was injured. (laughs) So after that, I can remember freshman year in college, GPA of 2.23, life was easy, nobody told me I had to study hard in college, nobody told me it was different, so I sucked. In math, finite math in college, I sucked. I had to take it three times. I almost changed my major. Post-college, went on to teach. Then we started a business and 26 years old asking for a lot of money. And everybody looked at me like we were crazy. And I was like, this sucks. (laughs) And I had a goal um, the first time with the bank. So after all of this, quote unquote, I suck, these things... I wish people would have said, it's okay not to be first. It's okay if you miss your goal. And now I know to set intentions, side note on that. There's just so many things I wish a mentor or a loved one or a family member would have shared with me. So I felt more normal. So I felt like it was okay if I wasn't flourishing Um, because When you have that mindset and you don't know it's okay not to come in first, you don't know it's okay if you miss a goal, then you're constantly felt like you're never enough. And that brings up a lot of low serving emotions that most of us are probably walking away, walking around with. Some of them are buried deep. Some of them are very buried deeper. Some of them are on the surface and we're trying to uh, coat them with other things so we're not thinking about them. But really, it was the bank situation when we decided to start our own business that I had to shift my mindset. And I don't, I don't know even how it came about, but it started my journey on really trying to think differently and see the situation as information, switch it around in my mind so that it made sense. Because I was going at this time, walking into the bank asking for a quarter of a million dollars and had nothing to throw up as assets, collateral, 26 years old, had a teacher's salary, my husband. I mean, we just didn't really have much, but I had drive and I had passion. So I decided to switch my thinking around to the goal of getting 10 no's. 10 more no's. This was after I'd already received who knows how many no's. And I said, okay, I'm going to shoot for 10 no's. And lo and behold, when I got to no number eight, sorry, I should back up. I never got to a no number eight because finally somebody said yes. Finally, somebody said, you don't suck. 
I'm going to take a chance. I'm going to take a risk. I'm going to trust you because for no other reason than it was a break. It was a break. It was it was just a pivotal point in my thought process, my career, how I landed where I'm at today. So, you know, in my last part of my 30s and where I'm at now, I've spent a lot of my adult life wondering why no one talks about the hardship. Actually, I just had a conversation with my mom the other day and I was like, mom, you forgot to tell me how hard parenting is. You forgot to tell me that after they're so cute and then they go through a phase where they don't like you, nothing you're going to do is correct. And I like to keep it real. So yeah, it depends on the day, which, which of my children I enjoy the most because they take turns. They're these little people that are kind of trying to be little, but trying to be big. So there's this big in between space. So I'm trying to navigate that space along with them right now, but I'm trying to show them that it's okay when things suck. So this is a very hard thing to teach my kids. It was something that I really want to instill in them since nobody taught that to me. You know, um, it's just, there's a lot of hard stuff and I've sucked a lot over the years and I've grown a lot over the years in the suckiness too. Like when I've decided to go in the online space for the first time, we're probably nearing about five years ago now. First time I launched my fitness program, I had one client, the first group I launch, I had five people. So that's when I found the power in a coach. That's when I found the power of aligning with someone that tells going to tell me it's okay for things to suck. Because I feel like it's very important to have somebody to navigate through the suck with. Um, because it's lonely. There's a lot of self comparison, there's scarcity, there's, you're tired. I was working so hard on one post and nobody comments, but I put my blood, sweat, and tears into it. So in a nutshell, at times it just sucks, but I want to normalize the suck. I want to share with you that how you show up to the suck is that determines how well you bounce back. And it determines what lens you you're going to choose what perspective you're going to take your life. What vision do you have? It's about turning the suck around, learning from the suck. And I personally feel like I want to talk about my morning routine in this episode of Soul Sunday because that has helped me put on my armor, put on my protection against the suck. So I still have the suck going on throughout the day. I mean, nobody's life is perfect. Things come up all the time, but I'm well equipped for the battlefield. I've trained my mind. You People don't go to battle without training for something. People don't run a marathon without showing up every day. People don't do a bikini contest without lifting weights for six months. People don't become a chef without going to school. So you can't accept to become a boss of your mindset without putting in the work. So I want to share with you what I call GAMMA, G-A-M-A, and this is my morning routine. So now I want to just touch on gamma and share with you what those letters stand for and how it can help you impact your day in life and just give you better tools to embrace the suck. So I feel like this sets me up for success 
each and every morning. Now, sure, things happen. The daily battlefield happens, but I am able to see my day through a different lens than a lot of people because I'm coming from a place of gratitude. I'm coming from a place of seeing what's happening for me, not to me, and I'm seeing things happen um, and I'm using that what's going on as information. I'm not attaching a positive or emotion, a positive or negative emotion to it. Instead, I'm seeing it for what it is and able to make good decisions from there. So it's how you show up to the suck that determines how well you bounce back. And this is what determines the lens you choose to see through see through. So G is gratitude. I wake up and I start listing off things I'm thankful for because that's what I want to push out. That's what I can control. I can't control all the other things around me, but I can give thanks. And then I affirm. I have different affirmations that I'm working on. Um, if you need help with affirmation, let me know. Basically, an affirmation is going to be the polar opposite of a limiting belief. And then I meditate. The key with meditation is to set your intention before the meditation. What negative information are you wanting to receive? What tool are you wanting to receive? What do you need an answer to? And then I alter. I'm altering thoughts that are no longer serving me and replacing them with replacing and reprogramming my thoughts that will best serve me. So no one has ever come back to me and said, oh my gosh, that routine sucked. Basically, it's the polar opposite of that. And usually people are like, wow, I can't believe how such something so small um, takes 10, 20 minutes can make such a change. X, Y, and Z happened to me today, but I was so much more better equipped and I stayed in the present like you talked to me about. So if you desire a different perspective around how and why you are wired the way you are, um, I suggest you jump into my five-day challenge that starts tomorrow. It's five steps to self-discovery. And the first one, Monday, is going to be a letter to your younger self. And it's gonna just dive into this concept a little bit deeper. But I want to help you in our time together and through this five-day challenge, become a master of resistance and become a master of being in the present and focusing on moments and making memories in those moments. I want to help you do things that bring you more peace, joy, love, and happiness and release things that are no longer serving you. So if you found this information helpful, if you know someone this would resonate with, please feel free to share this with them. Invite them into Soul Sunday because I am on a mission to serve 2,000 women in 2020 and help them shift. Gang, when you align with a coach or a therapist or anybody that is helping you to kind of navigate this space of self-discovery, you expedite your results. So you can get someone... So my clients, for example, are having breakthroughs. They are getting to levels and moving five years ahead in their thoughts and their thinking and seeing five years of abundance in front of them instantly from shifting their thoughts. The mind is powerful. And when you change your mind, you change your life. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love you. I believe in you. And I am so excited to continue this journey to self-discovery with you.